Nurse's station. We're, we're on. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Kat. Good morning, y'all. And we're here with the world famous Larry Flick. Hey, Larry. How's it going? Uh, I don't know about world famous, but I'm very happy to see you guys. Nice <laughs> to be here. You know, everybody everybody that we've had on the 10th floor, when we, I've, I've always said the world famous, the legendary, the, 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 the globe trotting, something like that. And, and everybody, 100% is like, I... I I'm just me. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I'm not real good. But thanks. Well, you're welcome. GH super fan, radio show host, music review, just, just, just a litany of, of just, well, what a career and a life that you've had, Larry. Busy. <laughs> again, again, just, just building up this pedestal, you know, well, thank uh, before, you. before I'm long, I'll be able to see you in the clouds. Exactly, fantastic. <laughs> but beyond that, you know, we we've already got Melissa here. We've got Cheryl. Cheryl's here. Janet. Hevlin. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, Kelly. Kelly's here. Kelly's got a TikTok. Hi, folks. No, not Hi, Kelly. Folks. Melissa's got a TikTok. I'm sorry. Melissa has TikTok. Yeah, she did, she posted some some. This oh. is interesting. She she posted some Cameron and Esme content on her TikTok because that is a little. That's a little a little romance that's that's brewing there on the social medias. That's that's where they want oh. Cameron to go. Cameron and Esme. Cameron and Esme. Yeah. Well, well they almost they they seem to be hinting about that about a year ago. So why not? I don't know. She's good now. You know, Esme's had a complete one eighty. I know, but I want dark, angry, evil Cameron. Right. I want. I want. I want wedding singer Cameron. We've talked about this on the tenth floor a couple of times. <laughs> Uh, where where Adam Sandler has that scene where he starts out all nice, you know, he's like, I just need you to know I need you or something. I don't know the lyrics. Don't don't come to me for facts. And then he and it and it turns and he just turns it into like this weird goth rock. And it's just awesome. <laughs> mm. uh, so that's what I need. I need Fido Xavier and William Lipton to get together to collaborate on a fun rock and roll song for the Savoy. Boom. It's happening. For the nurses. <laughs> I'm into it. For the nurses' ball, yeah. <laughs> For the nurses' ball, which we have confirmed, Larry. I don't know if you saw the news, but the nurses' yes, ball is 100 percent back in in April. Yeah, back uh, for the first time since 2020. I'm very excited. I'm excited for that too. I yeah. I remember watching the very first nurses' balls. Oh yeah, and um, when yes, 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 and there was a character who was a uh, you know General Hospital has always been. Uh, at the forefront of LGBTQ mm-hmm. representation on the show, and obviously with the um, with the Robin Stone story, the HIV story, the iconic HIV story, yeah. um, they they then went to the idea that you know they joined in on the idea of being um, a force of leading. Uh, awareness and fundraising among mm-hmm. soap fans, and so that's where the, the nurses' ball started. Yeah. And and it was in in honor of this one fella who you only saw on the show uh, that during nurses' ball, and it went on for a few years, and then he died. Uh, and they get, just kept it going in his honor. Mm-hmm. But it, it was a it was a combination of honoring him and honoring the Robin and Stone characters. Um. So yeah, it's been going on for many, many years, and it's always been, you know, what you see, which is you know the GH characters singing and dancing and acting foolish, and something uh, terrible always happens. Every it's like time. a soap wedding. <laughs> it's really like a soap wedding. Soap weddings you can't don't have go a clean event in Port Charles. 
Yeah, no, I mean, some weddings go off, but never go off without a hitch, and neither does the nurse's ball. Well, then that, that so something horrible you, you that you have seen something terrible is going to happen. <laughs> yes, I've well, seen most of them. Well, what are, what are some of, of your favorite performances? Uh, so they say, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of old faces are going to come back for the 60th anniversary. I'm wondering if maybe they'll hop up on stage. Well, I mean, there's nothing. There's There are two iconic performers on the Nurses Ball. And luckily, both uh, actors are still around to do it. One would be uh, uh, Wally Kirk bringing uh, Eddie Main back for uh-huh. a performance. That would be amazing. And um, and uh, Jack Wagner bringing back Frisco, Frisco Ooh, Jones, okay. All right. where he sang, time. where he sang "Lady of My Heart" to his then, uh, I think they were just still boyfriend and girlfriend, Christina Wagner. Yeah, he uh, came back like five years ago, right? About five years ago, he came back. A little bit more, yeah. I mean, he 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 dots in and dots out because um, he and Christina have a friendship they the show's always remained loyal to well to both of them really but very very loyal to christina Mm -hmm. so that she feels comfortable uh they never try to make them be in scenes if they weren't really good with each other as human beings Mm -hmm. so um yeah but apparently they're still very good friends and living separate lives but you know, they had a terrible loss with their son, one of their sons, yeah. uh, last year. So they're obviously back in each other's orbits again mm-hmm. in a significant way. It'd be great to see, yeah, Frisco or 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 Eddie Main come well, back. Well, there's always the room. There's always Maxie's around. She, you know, there's always room. Felicia's on the cast right now. So there's plenty yeah, of room for, yeah. for Frisco I'm... to pop in and out. He's got grandkids to meet. Well, he's a exactly. deadbeat dad, that's for dang sure, and deadbeat grandpa too. <laughs> well, that's another thing he that GH is, is super de- famous for is being a deadbeat dad. <laughs> that's another thing. Just just the the deadest of deadbeats out there. Yeah. And then they realize I mean, they're deadbeats and they're like, oh no, oh no, I gotta do better with this kid. You know? Exactly. Just but obviously we'll be seeing uh Cam and uh Chase sing. Yeah, they'll definitely be singing. Chow was saying they wanted to see um, Eddie Main and Chase together. Yeah, that'd be great, right? You know, they, you they, know, they, they, mean... they dressed up Chase like him uh, a couple months ago uh, in that, in that weird <laughs> yes. fashion montage that they had. Yes. And, and yes. then so that was like, no, that? I've got the perfect thing. And he goes and grabs the leather pants and the unbuttoned t-shirt. Or the unbuttoned shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but who who made that comment? What's that person's name? Uh, yeah, there was um. Let me scroll up a little bit again to give proper credit. I think Melissa. Melissa probably said it. I don't know. People are popping off on chat. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, there it is. Eddie Main and Chase. That yeah. Um, they need to Melissa, you should. Um, Lucy, Lucy, Lucy's coming up a lot. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta find a live Lucy. Lucy's dress. Oh, any day now. But Lucy, Lucy's dress always comes off but i asked that because uh melissa will might know uh that there were a bunch of uh wally kerth albums when he was playing eddie main um that are st- that are on spotify now so check oh, them out okay oh Hop i on know spotify that. and listen to some wally kerth music well isn't he he's in a little band right he's in a band right now too with four yes soap opera players or, don't remember what the band's name is. I think they're called the Day Players. I think they're called, 
the day players, yeah. Kind of like a port they, thing, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wally, I, that's how I know Wally. I know Wally from when I used to work at a magazine called Billboard. And, uh, a little publication. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I, was, I was obviously a GH super fan. Yeah. And I started to hear him sing these songs. And um, the other, he was working with a fellow named Christian Taylor, who now lives in Nashville. And he's making music. And Christian sent me the album, not knowing that I was a GH fan. And said, "Hey, you know, I work with this guy. He's a you know well-known TV actor, and blah blah blah." And I, he gave me his number, and I immediately called him. And um, <clears throat> next thing I know, I'm having dinner with Wally Kirk and Christian Taylor, and uh, they yeah they put out a couple of records, really good records, very um, kind of like a like West Coast rock with a bit of country in it, good stuff, really good stuff. Okay, Wally is check it out, and for. And for those who are wondering, Wally is an amazing man and a great singer. And if you follow him on Twitter, he posts uh, videos of himself performing all the time because he's still he's still a very active musician. Wally Kurth has to be living just everybody's dreams. He's on two soaps, gets to tour the country, still doing music. Just anything that he wants yeah. to do, he gets to do. And I would he's hope that, that would create a very uh, 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 self-realized and humble human being, which it sounds like it has. Yeah. He's a very, he and Wally and I have been friends for over 20 years. He's a super good guy. Oh, that's great. J JLJ, uh, James Light Jr. is in the chat. He says he's been a big fan since of Larry since Billboard. So, hey, you got fans in the chat. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, gosh. What else are people saying? Um, this is, this is, this is tough with a guest. You know, it's, it's, it's difficult to read the chat and listen to two people at the same time. But <laughs> well, you did pretty good though, Matt. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, Eddie Man and Chase, uh, Magic Milo has been has been name dropped. Of course, that's something that we're big fans of here on the tenth floor as well. Just uh, anytime we get a little strip tease on on GH, we're happy. Brando, oh Brando, no Brando. I know, Brando. bless him. Such a boring character. <laughs> I, I, well, honestly, just... me, I enjoyed Brando. I thought that Brando had legs. I well, I think that the actor was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I think that they um, misused the actor terribly. I think the actor should have become the new Jason, and, which is what they looked like they were doing for a while. Uh, I think they should have explored that kind of dark, a dark uh, side. They decided Joss needed somebody it, to bang instead. Yeah. <laughs> it just at so, any at any any time Jocelyn feels bad about what's going on, she's just, she's just gonna go jump some Dex bones. Um, oh, oh no, oh no, yeah. Brit is dead. Let's bone. Oh, oh, I almost died. Joss, I think that, they're uh, really, they're very much on a mission to, to make her an adult. They, they want to pull her out of the teen track. world and they want her to be uh, an ingenue. Fast you know? track, for sure. A hundred percent. Ma, Ma talks about that all the time. All the time. They are, they are, they are, they are growing up Jocelyn right before our very eyes. They're growing her, they're growing her and i was saying it, it makes sense it's good it's fine you know that, that age between 18 yeah. and 21 where you can't drink who cares who cares <laughs> you know i mean the thing is eden mccoy oh my god what an actress I think what an brilliant. actress i think that I all think of the, the the new younger cast is in it. i think she's spectacular and you know she's got a tough a tough uh you know role in that they're intentionally writing Joss to be, you know, not always so nice. 
uh, and certainly not, you know, she's kind of becoming an anti-heroine the way Carly has always been an anti-heroine. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so that's a tough road for a woman to walk because they're not really allowed to do that the way men are allowed to do that. Okay. You know, people were cheering, people were cheering Tony Geary and Luke on for decades as like mm-hmm. the guy who was a real jerk. And then, you know, uh, who, who was very kind of complicated and messy and all of these things that, you know, they now eviscerate yeah. Laura Wright's Carly for being. And she's really just a female version of Luke. Mm. Well, yeah. Mm. Do you Luke agree, Mother? <laughs> uh, yeah, to, yes. Yes, because I was just, as you were speaking, Larry, I was thinking about Luke. And, you know, he's always been a celebrated villain, too. Um. To to a certain degree, Sonny as well. Anti-hero. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. I mean, you know, so it allows them to be, you know, both a white hat and a black hat character. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. you know, and... You know, a devil. Yeah, a devil and an angel on each shoulder. And, yeah. and, and that's why I love Carly, because Carly... They still write Carly, you know, very often you, you you bring someone on who's not a nice person, the character's not a nice person. And, you know, the mission, if they can, if the character connects with the the audience or if the actor connects with the audience is to clean them up ASAP so they can have like love stories and hero stories. And Carly's always been a disaster of a human being. <laughs> Uh, that's a great way of putting she's it. She's always she's always been a disaster of a human being. She's always been her own worst enemy. She's always gotten her nose in things that she shouldn't have be getting her nose in. She has always been fighting with people. She has always been her own worst enemy. She's sabotaged every significant relationship in her life. And people and I and I say this and I'll say it until I don't care. If the, if Carly was a man, that character would be celebrated, not called snarly which I find mm. super sexist and super offensive mm. to, to yeah, women and to, and to, but yeah, you know, it's, it's super sexist to the actor who is, you know, pouring her soul into a really well, I, you know, I like the way Carly's written. She's written mm. the way Carly's always been written. She's very consistent. Even when she goes, <laughs> you know, to, and, goes to Florida and, and is like, I'm different now. She'll come back completely the same. It's Carly. Yeah, I mean, she's it's, a massive one... liar. <laughs> yes, but a the thing is, liar. if you 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 could say I prefer Sarah Sarah Joy Brown in the character, I prefer Tamara Brown in the character. Okay, I enjoy those women as well, but they're not here. Laura Wright is here, and I think Laura Wright is nailing it on the daily. She's doing work that like actors who make five times their salary in prime time and streaming television make and she's doing better than they do so there mm. no snarly for me i love i love, really, I, love, I, love Carly. I love her too there's a reason why she's on more episodes than everybody else in the cast and it, and it can't be because she she is the best friends with frank valentini there has to be something else contributing it doesn't there. work it doesn't work that way because the networks ultimately tell you what you can and cannot put on the air. Mm-hmm. And what people need to understand is that sometimes a story goes in a certain direction because they have to bring the story to the network and then the network says, yep, nope. And um, 
you know, the numbers, the, the viewer numbers and the, you know, focus. I mean, these shows are focus grouped within an inch of their lives. There are constant, constant, constant polls going on for this show because the show has been hanging on life support for five or six years now. And let me tell you, ABC would love nothing more than to cancel this show. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. They would love nothing more than to stick. You know how you know how you know that you know a talk show is about a third the cost of General Hospital's budget, and General Hospital's budget is slashed from where it was during its heyday. They would love to cancel this show. They they would, I mean, they would give them <laughs> it would give them such pleasure. But you know, but people, but actors actors like Laura Wright are too popular to let go away. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes that that makes a lot of sense. There's still something to hold on to. There's still advertising value. There's still a dollar to be made, barely. Yeah, Difficultly. it's all on, it's all on Hulu though. It's do all do on you Hulu. think That's... that they? Do you think ABC Disney has regretted getting rid of all my children and one life to live at all because their replacement shows kind of landed in the toilet? Um, I would say no. Hmm. I would say for I would say for optics, yes. But I would say for value for money, no. Mm. Just put them on. I money. think I think it, I think it's a it's been a it's a no looking back kind of thing, and just you know before all of the um, the real life soap opera of Good Morning America three um, <laughs> isn't isn't that ironic? That show is doing very well. Yeah, the show is doing very well. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. I hear those both of those anchors are out, which is stupid. I think it's stupid as well. Well, who you cares? Know. Who cares about their personal lives? <laughs> well, Let me tell you something. There was pictures. Could... Yeah, but... <laughs> okay. Don't you know that it's but inappropriate to have a they... boyfriend? Come on. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the thing. It's like they weren't doing anything illegal. No, no, not at all. Know. They weren't even really cheating on anybody. I think they were both like separated from their spouses and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's and, not, it's and, so and, you know, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> if we could have the president we just had for four years, <coughs> I can't. These two people, I don't get it. Well, Larry got to I'm, avoid all that living in Wales. <laughs> no, I, I know. I've only been in Wales for two years. I, 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 <laughs> I have a PTSD from from Trump. <laughs> That's one of the reasons. So, so bad one of the reasons moved. why I left. <laughs> so bad I moved for real. But no, Ken, oh. I'm with you. I mean, who cares? Who cares? They're two adults who who fell in love or who had the hots for each other. Who? Not your business. <laughs> not unless it's love in the afternoon on Fort Charles. You know, General Hospital. No, I mean, that's when it seriously. begins. Seriously, who says who? None yo, none yo, no, who? None, none yo business. None yo business. <laughs> exactly. Except their mamas. <laughs> <laughs> and not yeah. even their mamas. Who cares? <laughs> Go make me some stew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ma, get out of here. Go make some stew. <laughs> stew you. <laughs> no, my mom Castle was very much take a, away. Uh, my mom was very much I made chicken nuggets and, and mashed potatoes today. Eat it or don't. Yeah, that I was like me. It. That was kind of I like it. Because I'm I not like making it. anything else, and you cannot have anything else. And if you don't want to eat this meal, Jesus will sustain you, and you will be fine. Until you're 12, and then she's like, well, you I don't like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, here in the UK, we have a, we have a, 
a TV chef, and she says, you know what I specialize in? The microwave. The microwave. <laughs> Which the is microwave. fancy for saying the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the microwave. Yes. My granddaughter said, I said, this is what we have, Scarlett, my granddaughter. And, and she says, well, what else is there, Grandma? Not a gosh darn thing. That's what there is. Not a gosh darn thing, baby. Eat your own. That's what I, when I say to my husband, oh, that's what we're having. He goes, no, you're going to have whatever you feel like making for yourself. This is what I've cooked for us. Okay, I like him. I like him. Yeah, yeah, you would like him. <laughs> he's awesome um uh, so speaking of food there was there was there was a, a little bit of a food thing on gh this week all right we had that really what was it uh, bruschetta or something that cody was eating without the oh, sauce he or the know, wine yeah. oh, the biscotti the biscotti he didn't, he didn't know what the biscotti, biscotti. Was. <laughs> it's funny right um but then after that it led into a very nice i thought cody and sasha scene i thought I, I i like it I liked it. I immediately liked I it like better it. than than Brit and Cody. Well, I think that they, you know, the show was created a couple months in advance, right? Yeah. And I think they were already in too deep with with uh, Brit and Cody to like they had they they like they created this story, this misbegotten story that was a disaster. So they got it rid was. of that, and now they're softening they're softening the Cody character because clearly. Frank Valentini is enamored of Josh Kelly, who plays Cody. Yes. Um, so Cody's not going anywhere. So let's, you know, try to find the thing that made him appealing when he was on, what was it, One Life to Live? Mm -hmm. And uh, and turn him into the hero that he should have been introduced as in the first place. The and Everyman hero. The Everyman hero. And, and actually, it's a very... Unlike Brit and Cody, it, this is a very comfortable segue because you have two characters who are recovering from loss mm -hmm. of of significant others. Um, he, you know, she it looks like is about to have lost her her all of her money thanks to Gladys. Oh, Gladys has been able to spend it all already. My God, you know, uh, he doesn't have any money. And it just looks like they're going to be, you know, the the conflict is, will he tell, or how will he tell Sasha yeah. that he's in these poker games with her, the person who's in, in charge of her life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that connection. Well, yeah, they, they even vaguely oh, sort yeah. of hinted at it in their conversation because he's like, Gladys, yeah, I don't want Gladys. I play poker with a Gladys, but it can't be your Gladys. Oh, that's right. I mean, that's right. That's right. Gladys is no longer a very common name. It maybe it was once upon a time, but it isn't yeah. anymore. So, how I many Gladyses do you have running around a small town called Port Charles? I mean, it's the biggest little city on earth. Move over Reno. It's true. It's true. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, I you know, and and I've been hearing that they were going to reward uh, Sophia Matson, who plays mm -hmm. um, Sasha, with a, a love story after all the hell they put the character through honestly I, um, I i'm with it there's there's a lot of people out there that didn't take to cody that aren't really enjoying josh josh kelly on the show but i think you hit the nail on the head there larry when it comes to uh the immediate sort of switch up in how he is writing style uh, there's no secrets to be held from sasha he doesn't want anything from her other than her company uh so it's a completely different feeling there was always and they a, look good together they do though don't they 
They look good together. together. Um, uh, Cody uh, Cody and Britt never even looked good together. Mm -hmm. She looked like she could snap him like a twig. You know? She's a very strong woman. (laughs) She needed a really strong man, and he wasn't it. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, Miles. camera's freaking out again. She looks like a bunny rabbit. (laughs) I do. No, it's very funny. There I go. There I go. I'm back. Well, this is this is what I thought maybe they would do there for a second, and it's turned out that they went, like you said, toward the, the Sasha thing. But I kind of was in I was kind of in line for kind of a throwback to Olivia Johnny. I wanted Cody to steal Mama Q <laughs> from Nick. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah, I kind of like that idea too. There's only one I like one. that idea too. There's only one way yeah. to prevent. Uh, per, excuse me to prevent oh gosh what's her name Lisa Lo Cicero's character ah ah Olivia uh, <laughs> uh, there's only one way to prevent Olivia uh, from finding out that we killed a man in 1992 and that's what that's to sleep with her but you know it's really funny it would have been it would have been a full circle moment here's a here's where my ancient status comes into play the story of of Cody, you know, getting getting in, getting it in with uh, Olivia would have been very similar to Monica and her uh, almost yeah. interest with, with Ned. I saw that on Twitter recently. I had no idea yeah. that happened. Ned and Monica. That was dirty. It was dirty. <laughs> it was it was incest is best, baby. Oh, my uh, people are talking about saying yeah. Dante. My goodness. <laughs> you know i mean remember that story cap that was a good story it was played by a different actor it wasn't played by um but what occurred it was played by a very young kind of slight actor I, and I, uh, I remember it but not very well but i, I wish i could wish i could remember the character the actor's name because he was very good he was very he was very smooth mm-hmm. um not unlike a, a kind of like a, a smaller stature Spencer type look about him. Very kind of like well bred, but smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh looked like it looked like he could have been a you know an equestrian. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that would have been a really good moment of history repeating without the incest angle. Boom. But um chat coming <laughs> through. Kurt McKinney. But original, there you go, Kurt McKinney. Thank <laughs> you. Chat always helps. Chat us. always comes through. Uh, I yep. would have, I would have been searching for that name for hours. He was a tennis <laughs> um, instructor. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so good. But I remember, <laughs> um, I remember thinking, and I still think they need to get Olivia away from Ned, even though I know they're never going to. They're, they're becoming the. Edward and Lila, the modern day Quartermains. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted Olivia with Robert. That, that was it. That was a fun little too. thought there for a minute, wasn't it? But I want, yeah. I want, I want Robert with Diane even more. I do. I, legal, now legal, I do. Legal flirtation this week. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because as much as I loved the Return of Holly, and I really loved the Return of Holly. Uh, it was fun to see Emma Sands on the screen again. God, that woman is ageless. And she you know, performed really well. I liked the story. Obviously, they rushed it, the conclusion because of time. 
Um, but I did not think that the actors looked romantically viable anymore. Mm. I think mm. he looked, I think, I think her, her good breeding and the fact that she's got clearly good genetics made her look entirely too young for him. <laughs> yeah, she does. And Fanola looks way too young for him now too. Yes. Yeah, Tristan Rogers. And the thing is, um, I don't know about, I don't know about, um, about uh, Emma Sams, but I do know that Fanola Hughes does not do plastic surgery. That's what Fanola Hughes looks like. Oh really? I've been to, I've I've been in a room with Finola. Finola's an old friend of mine as well, and um, I mean she has you know lighting is everything on mm-hmm. TV, and so they light a lot of the wrinkles away. But that is a spectacular natural woman. Well, we got to meet her in March when we went to the convention. She was there, and we got to meet her, and we saw her up close as well. And I thought she was absolutely stunning. And she, the way she moves, she's got so much physical elegance. The way she just, the way she yeah. moves her hands, just everything about her is so, I, I don't know. She's so, so sexy, unlike, and, and she doesn't try yes. at all, it seems. It's just so yeah. natural. Uh, yeah, I could, could not agree with you more. I'm her number one fan. Um, I'm ready for this story to come to an end, but I think they're also stalling because I think uh, James Patrick Stewart is off shooting his Disney show. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, yeah, I think that there's, you know, there's there's a lot of accommodation going on. Right, right. Um, but it's I'm okay. It's going to pop off by the sixtieth. All right, everybody's going to be back in town by then. Well, that's but see, that's the thing because I think we're going to be. In, in a perpetual state of sweeps until mm. the 60th. I think a lot of stories are going to kind of start moving much quicker than they normally do. I mean, this and week then, alone, my God. Not yeah. only did everybody find out about the cancer, but they also found out about Nina's being uh, being uh, Willow's mama. Uh, oh, my God. It only so took good. us three when, or four years to get here. I know, but the, it was... I'll, listen, I think the show moves too slowly, too. Yeah. But... <laughs> It was so worth the wait. Gosh, wasn't it great that confrontation in the chapel? Oh my god! I mean, when she said "bitch," it was yeah. like an ex- it was like an exorcist moment. All ten floors and the roof heard it. The helicopter <laughs> was landing, mean, and they had to but, pause for a moment because this rocketing B word just just took over the radio. But when you <laughs> but when usually usually in a scene like that, it comes out very shrill and very high pitched. Yeah. And it came from like the bottom of her throat. She 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 said it with the with the entirety of her soul. I mean, oh my goodness! (laughs) It's like Cynthia Watros was sitting there with the page and went, "Okay, this is my chance as Nina to, in this one word, put everything that Nina feels into it." It's true, and you know, it had to be so much fun for those actors to play because. Uh, I've heard repeatedly that they're actually very good friends. Yeah, yeah. That that, that trio, Sonny, uh, Carly, and, and Nina, um, in real life, apparently get along very, very well. Yeah, but like, but Cynthia Watros and, uh, and Laura Wright are supposedly like good girlfriends. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, go for, go for yoga class and green drinks kind of friends. And um, so that had to be fun to play. Yeah. Because when you when you when you're doing something like that out there, doing it with your with with like a friend is gotta be so fun. So 
I mean, there might be some really good outtakes of them laughing, but <laughs> just like Provided. just incredible. I promise I, we will. I almost them. loved it. I mean, I've had to watch it a couple of times. I mean, it was delicious. I, I loved did. it. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I've always got to be mindful of. of I'm going to go YouTube save my daughter. Yes, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You know me, Ma. I, I love. I love me a good, a good, well-made montage, and and we got yeah. that. We got that. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> get a montage. just kind of putting all these conversations together, and she's like, "Oh my god, I fight with her like she is my daughter." It was the good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> but you know what was missing? Hmm. But you know what was missing, and I was so shocked it wasn't there. What was missing was the one clip of Willow saying, drop dead. <laughs> I was looking for that. Oh I was looking gosh. for it and I didn't, and it wasn't there. I was shocked, but it was good. It was good. I have no complaints. Uh, let's see. Uh, Melissa in the chat says, Willow screaming at Nina before collapsing is one of my favorite Willow moments on par with Sasha and the baby carrier on home and hearth. Oh, wow. Mm. I don't know. That was see, good. We... She's finally, the actor's finally getting, She's what's her name? Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Caitlin McMillan. Uh, yep. She's finally getting some good material. Well, it's, I'll, I'll take credit for that. For the Snow White. She I'll take can, she can hang. I, I, oh I really? Yeah. Well, at the GH convention that we went to at March, there was a little Q and A panel with that with uh, a bunch of different actors throughout the entire day, and uh, me being me, had a question <laughs> every time. <laughs> And so I held onto the microphone. And my question for her was um, if she if she liked being Snow White, if she wanted to play a little more like the Evil Queen. And she said she wanted to be more like the Evil Queen. Oh, yeah. And now she gets to be see, the, the Evil Queen Quartermain. But see, that's why this whole, like, snarly thing is a lot of bull donkey. Because <laughs> every actor on the show would probably rather play a character like Carly than a character like Willow or Portia. Ugh. Can we can we hook Portia? I'm sorry. Well I'm she's sorry. Katrina, it could happen. Well, the character and, of Portia has the, made a left I mean, turn recently. Or 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 can we or can we can we like she's got a, she's got a problem with Botox man. That woman will not stop touching her face. Oh my goodness. Oh it goodness. doesn't move. Come on, it, cat. It doesn't. Be with me on this cat. Her <laughs> face doesn't move. Portia? No, no her, her. You haven't her seen it. You... No, her, her, her face, face does, does not, not move. move. She's but... beautiful, though. She's... Yeah, yeah, but yeah in be... person, but she's she'd be... beautiful, beautiful. My gosh. But she'd be more beautiful if she was just if she would just lean into all the things that make you that come with age. That's the thing, right? You know, it's like, you know, there's such a double standard in Hollywood for women where they it's true. they have to have they have to look like they've run a hot iron over their faces every time they step in front of people. But the lines make them gorgeous because the lines are wisdom and experience and every maturity. Every wrinkle's a memory. This is when you were born, Matthew. This is when your daughter. This is when your sister wouldn't stop screaming. This is when I couldn't pay for the prom. <laughs> oh my god well We're working through some issues here folks but isn't it true though, isn't it true that um you know she's in the basket with a whole lot of other actresses there's a lot of she them is. That, like she tons is. of stuff yeah. done and then there's a few that don't 
Um, like Finola, you said, you know, Finola's decided not to go that route. So is Jeannie Francis. She's decided not to go that route. But you can't. I know. And look how gorgeous Jeannie Francis is. I mean, good Lord. Hey, uh, anybody that's listening good to this Lord. in in repeater in the chat and all that, we are not saying that one person is more beautiful than the other because of the work that they have done. We're just talking about it. Yes. We're just talking about it. Hey, I got to talk about that. Twitter's, Twitter eats us alive for anything, man. <laughs> I know. I understand. I understand. But, you know, but, but love yourself enough to be yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I totally understand that. I, you know, who who knows what the pressures of TV would be like? I've never experienced them myself. I feel fine at the current moments. But, you know, you stick an HD camera in front of me, I might feel entirely different. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I get it. But no, that I don't think comes these folks are doing it out of vanity. They're doing it out of, like, they feel it's, an, it's a necessity to a degree. Yeah. It must be yeah, I agree. how they feel. I know, but, you know, when you think they're, I just wish... And again, you comparing actors might not be fair, but it's hard not to when you think you look at Lynn Herring, mm-hmm. who's had no work done. You know, Lynn Herring, who plays Lucy, Penelope Hughes, who plays Anne you know, love yourself and be gorgeous. Be gorgeous. These women are gorgeous. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. true. At the end of the day, no matter what's happened, if you're if you're on the Jackie Zeman side of things or if you're on the uh, Jeannie Francis side of things, hopefully you feel beautiful on the inside and you're having a great life. That's what I want. That's what I want. Everybody in the chat, you, Larry, my, everybody. I want everybody to have a great Marcus Coloma, I want him to have a great life. You know? I want everybody <laughs> to have a great life. On another show. On, on another, another show. show. <laughs> hey, hey this, this thing's going very quickly all right our, our victor's already been like maybe it's time to cut some losses i don't know if we need you after all nicholas i might have to throw you in the dungeons <laughs> or off the parapet throw him somewhere <laughs> oh I'm my you up for three god weeks until we find a new actor welcome back tyler christopher <laughs> which is never going to happen y'all. they would never no too dangerous too risky no Excuse one me. is going to insure him. Mm, see, that's the big thing. In, folks. The, oh, in, the, in the industry, yeah. you have to you have to insure an actor. That's why Lindsay Lohan he doesn't is, get much work anymore. It's exactly why she doesn't get any work anymore. If I was sitting there and I was sitting on a show that my network would like to have go away because it's already you know because you know, it's more money than a talk show. And here's this guy who's had a very public disintegration. Let him go rehab himself somewhere else, and and let someone out. You know, let I'm 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 dancing on hot coals to keep my show going. Yeah, and and I no, I'm not going to invite any controversy. So, Larry, what do you no. think? Do you think, do you think uh, Nicholas is going to be this, just, you know, gone, missing for some time? Or do you think he's going to be recast right away? I hope they recast him right away. Because I, I think that Marcus the character, Coloma. I think, I think the, what was that? And, and nothing against Marcus Coloma. It just wasn't great for him. No, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a wonderful dinner companion, but I don't want to have, watch him as Nicholas. Yeah, <laughs> the only time... Simple. The only the only time I bought him as Nicholas was during the the uh, anger seduction of Ava, right when they were doing like holding the knives at each other, you know, and all that <laughs> stuff. Then it was hot, right? Because you know he's a sexy, good-looking guy, but he just doesn't have 
you know, the maturity, the gravitas. We were talking about like women and aging and all that stuff. He hasn't aged into that kind of character yet. Mm-hmm. The actor, the actor still reads pretty young to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nicholas is not a young man. No. And I think, you know, we need a man who, you know, may have a few gray hairs on his body and, and is okay with that. And, and, you know, so right now Nicholas doesn't look like that. And he doesn't sound like that. And he kind of sounds like a little pipsqueaky guy trying to play grown up when he reads less, when he reads, you know, younger than his son, the actor playing his son, it just doesn't work. I don't buy him as, as Spencer's father. I never did. Um, I would like, I, I thought that, you know, some of the fill-ins have been good. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm sure Marcus Cullum is a lovely guy. But you know that doesn't mean you're right for the part. This is no. business. It's been very and and yeah, no. <laughs> and he's got a, he's got weird hair, but also, <laughs> but you know, and also, I never, I never, even though I like those seduction scenes between him and Mara West, I always thought that Mara West looked like she. You know, I was saying this earlier about Kelly Tebow yeah. and Josh Kelly. I always thought Mara West looked like she could snap Marcus Coloma in two. That's because she could. <laughs> I know, but 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 Ava Ava responds to a, a like an equal an equal partner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She she yeah, you know she, in my, she, got, she got taste for a dumb boy though. You know, like you know her. Yeah, but yeah, dumb but, boy, she really does. And and uh, you know, Griffin was no see, for her either. I know, but I got to tell you, I thought Morgan held his own against Ava. I bought Morgan and Ava a lot more than I bought Ava with Nicholas. Yeah, because it was it was it was forbidden. It was it was it was. Ooh, do I dare? It was you know, Marion actually. You know, but I I want to see. I wanted I wanted them to pull Ava away from Nicholas and push her toward uh, Austin. I thought her and she and Roger Maura West and Roger Holworth had great oh, chemistry. They do have great chemistry. And I thought, He's just in the wrong character now. I know. Bless that poor man's heart. I don't know how did he get into such a mess? Because the network decided they didn't like Franco, is my guess. Yeah. I don't know why that decision was made at all. At all. It just well, seems so I will, random. Uh, I heard little intel oh hey i heard that that the optics police started to dig into the history Mm -hmm. of franco back when james franco played him yeah yeah and it became and it became too problematic to justify the character's existence that that was my assumption at the end of the day especially since you know there were the optic think about how the, the the entire world turned on luke spencer after years of heralding him Mm -hmm. as as the anti-hero of all yeah you know and then you know now we have even genie francis has has finally broken rank and said listen i didn't want to play that story uh it was coming to be time for them to deal with franco before the hailstorm hit and and yeah and so you know, it's a tribute to Roger Howarth that they just they kept him and, and rearranged his you know his job rather than just say well gotta go. 
yeah. a la Marcus Coloma, um, which is a shame because I thought that Roger Haworth and Becky Herbst have amazing chemistry. Like Liz and Franco, sincerely, so good. One of my favorite things uh, watching was... on the show. <laughs> it was a big draw for me. Yeah, and I mean, and also Roger Haworth and William Lipton playing Cam. Mm-hmm. I thought Cam and Fra- uh, Franco had amazing screen chemistry um so it's it's a to me it's a terrible loss terrible loss um but holy moly they have got to write him out of this corner you know and it's just too bad that you know they finally figured out the chemistry between him and kelly who played who plays but yeah because that would have been the story yeah look at them yeah i mean they were instant fire together mm-hmm. you know mm. so very interesting but you know bless his cotton socks mr Holworth, because <laughs> he is isn't he the most brilliant actor i mean he, he really is he, very, he, he, think about all the fraught characters he's played in his life and i've watched um, them all i want i was a one life to live fan and i watched him on one life to live as todd for decades oh Oh my God! And that was like, that's what you call bravery. Playing mm-hmm. Todd Manning, original Todd Manning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's bravery, like bar none. It wore him I out. Scar, <laughs> scar in your cheek, but um, scar in the cheek. Todd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, I remember reading a, an, an interview with 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 Roger about um about playing Todd Manning and about how after a while he's just like. So I was this really bad guy, and then they were redeeming the character, and I was just like, ah, I can't do that. I quit. <laughs> and then they, they brought the other guy in, um, and I guess he you know figured it out a couple of years later. Yeah. Uh, but, but see, yeah. But see another, full, another full circle moment, right? Yeah. yeah. You, with, with Carly, if you suddenly turn Carly into like Mary Ryan from Ryan's Hope, ooh, how's that for a reference? <laughs> It just doesn't work. It no. doesn't work. You, you can't turn Carly into 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 Audrey Hardy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She has to say, she has to stay messy and noisy and and a, a Badinsky and a disaster. And if Otherwise, she it's not Carly. And she'll just be boring. And and who wants to play that? Nobody wants to play that. You know, it's, it's, I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with the uh, the Esme character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because clearly the actress is stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, wow! Is, is, talk, again, talk about bravery. That's a brave woman, brave young woman. The way she plays that character and to pull some of the, the faces that she has. Oof. I don't I know mean, if you remember the, the you crazy know. eyes when she was hugging Nicholas that one time. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> but but I mean, but she actually plays innocent really well too, don't you think? Yeah. Um. Uh, so I'm I'm so, immediately taken by the new Esme. And um, I'm I'm looking forward to ten months of new Esme before she remembers who she used to be and is ten times as worse than ever. <laughs> but you know, I mean, so how do they do that, right? How do they, you know, if they t- certainly t- suddenly turn her into, you know, uh, a, a nice girl who goes to Kelly's and eats, you know, hot, you know, hot, you know, hamburgers and you know is a volunteer at the at the hospital. Blech. Yeah, that's not fun. Who wants TV. to see that? That's not fun TV. That's another, that's, a, that's another 
It's another <laughs> generic. It's just another generic female character. Yeah, we 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 already have Sa- Sasha. We already have Willow. We don't need Esme. We don't need another victim. Yeah. No. We don't need another victim. Yeah. So so I mean I don't I mean they you know you can't have her be as dastardly as she has been forever. You have to give her some nuance. So I, I'm all for making her human enough so she can stick around. But if they redeem her into being a heroine, ugh. nah, that just well, we already, yeah, I'm not, we I'm not there have, right now, so have, I can't say. But yeah, we're, I mean, but I'm not yeah, fine. but we already we already have Trina who. You know, has captured the hearts holy. and imaginations of America. Okay, coast to coast, border <laughs> well, to border, everybody loves Trina. That's true, and it's it's a it's remarkable, isn't it? I've never because seen it on she before, honestly. It's remarkable, and you know, this young woman is the, is walking the line. What's her Tabiana Ali? Mm-hmm. What a what a powerhouse! Because she can go from you know from being very uh, the actress has gone from being very romantic in her you know she looks she looks like a young heroine she looks like right out of right off the cover of a romance novel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doesn't she yeah. with yeah. the long hair and and she's stunning but she also has a really sweet maturity about her and i really for for a while I was missing sydney michaela as trina so i thought she was really good mm-hmm. <laughs> but Sydney, who? <laughs> you know? Well, they've grown the Trina thing... up as well. They've grown Trina up as well, and Taviana is a perfect for grown-up Trina. His coughing has has auto muted. There we go. Yeah, no, I just didn't want you to listen to me hack up. <laughs> um, but at this, but this, but it's funny because at the same time, Taviana reads actually a bit younger than Sydney Michaela, but she plays maturity mm-hmm. uh, really well. The thing about Sydney Michaela that always kind of bugged me was that she always looked like she was about one sentence away from rolling her eyes into the camera. She always, her head was always positioned downward so that she would look at you from the top of her eyes and not from the bottom of her eyes. So she always looked like that kid, that teenager who was about to go, roll her eyes at you okay and and to me that just played to the character's immaturity whereas you don't you know like and and i feel like it became a bit of an acting crutch for sydney and again no diss against her for all we know that's how she was being directed um but tabiana doesn't have if she has ticks or crutches we have i haven't seen them or noticed Mm -hmm. them yet Mm -hmm. um she's just she is just like a new generation heroine. Mm-hmm. She's become the heroine of that show. And yeah. when you go on Twitter, the fandom of teenagers and teenage girls, she is what soap producers dream of. She did Taylor Swift of soap operas. She is. <laughs> That's a brilliant way of putting it, Kat. It's a brilliant way of putting it because she, um, wow. I mean, the amount, I mean, people who have, I mean, you know that you've hit a certain kind of pop cultural zeitgeist when people have Twitter handles using your ship name, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Spring of this and Spring of that and Spring yeah. of this. And Sydney Michaela and Nicholas Chavez had great chemistry 
Oh, you know, and and I still remember that scene on the on the parapet where they almost kissed, and thought, "Oh, kiss! Come you on!" Know, it was like romance. Yeah, I mean, but it was the perfect entry for Esme, right? Yeah. Um, but this is different. This is next level. This is high romance. This is mm-hmm. classic soap opera. This is the kind of soap opera that I was raised on. Yeah. Where, you know, you're not supposed. I mean, everyone's like. I'm bored. This hasn't happened yet. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't they do, understand. They do, have, they do have a different kind of fire. They have, you know, like a, I don't know, maybe Virginia and Greg on all my children. Uh, no. Yeah. Remember that? And Nina but, and Cliff, yeah. uh, you know, the, the really super couples, not that like super couples of longevity, but just how much fire they have and how much people just really want to see them succeed and be together and you know the not a lot of pairings don't get that a lot of most pairings don't get that boy oh boy when they strike a fire they strike a fire and the thing is you know whole tv shows in prime time were built on the will they won't they trope and very often once they do show's over because it turns out the anticipation was way more exciting. Exactly. What are they going to do next the is the big question. I've right. asked that so, a number of times you know, with some of the growing couples that people are excited about. BLQ you know, and Chase. I mean, okay, they get there, get together. And then what? Now, we waited too I know, long. But and then fired. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That story, so terrible. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know the slow build, but this whole Chase is a singer thing. Oh, it's been it's been nonsense. <laughs> it's it's so embarrassing. I, I didn't know it's that it was so... so easy to become a pop star. By the way, you just you just start singing songs, and then Link's like, "Ah, you, you got it. I'm going to put you on the Gingerbread Jam with this famous person. Let's go." It's easy. It's a it's it's a very it's a very Eddie Main type story. Like Eddie Main went from being uh, a nobody to being a pop, a rock star pretty quickly, and and Lois, who was Eddie's you know manager and eventual girlfriend, very much you know kind of the Spengali that Brooklyn has been. So it is mm-hmm. mirroring that story, and I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to recreate the story of Eddie and Lois, or with you know, i.e. Ned and Lois. But it's not working because it's just it's just not there. And the actors had great chemistry during the the Bailey story. Beautiful chemistry. I don't know where that's gone because I ain't feeling it. No, I and I lo- I liked it before um, before the whole music started things too. I thought it was better. Um, yeah, you know, I I think they waited too long, and in in their case, by the time they got them together, yeah, we didn't care anymore. And that, yeah, and- I, I don't think the relationship captured the public's imagination the way Trina and Spencer has. Mm-hmm. I think that they were they were aiming for what we're seeing with with this whole Sprina thing, and they overestimated the character's uh, appeal to the public <clears throat> and part of and part of the appeal that makes Sprina work is their youth 
Mm-hmm. It's very, 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 very Luke and Laura before Luke and Laura got married. It reminds me of it very much. And the way the public right? responded to it as well. Right. It was, it's very like, because once Luke and Laura got married, it was kind of not that great. The characters in the storyline. adventure, it was fun. But if they weren't on an adventure, it kind of fell flat. And, you know, uh, she was typically at home taking care of Lucky and Luke was off doing something. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it just, it, you know they just they they oh they they oversold or overbelieved in the character the public's uh, connection to the chase and brooklyn characters as a couple um and i think to, to a degree i don't you know i don't know that amanda sentence a really a fine actor but she doesn't always look comfortable in her love scenes I don't know how comfortable she feels playing him. And so sometimes they feel a little awkward to me. Um, and he's like a Disney character. Isn't he, though? <laughs> you know? And it's so funny, because as much as they want to sell, you know, Chase's sexuality, to me, he's got no... He's a Ken doll. He's got no parts, if you know what I mean. Well, so I mean, that's your opinion. <laughs> they well, perhaps, Chase can be in the sun all I, he wants for me. Yeah, <laughs> I would like for Chase to be a little tougher. Yeah, I think for, that we all for... could agree to that one. <clears throat> what were they calling him for a while? Paw Patrol. That was right. Oh, funny. I know. I missed that one. I, I didn't see that, but that makes sense. Yeah, that was a big. That, I think that was a Reddit name for him. They called him okay. Paw Patrol. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I think we just need to kind of like. I don't want to say soften because that's not the right word, but I think I think Amanda Seton needs to just kind of relax a little bit more into. Mm-hmm. She plays strong super well. Yeah, she plays conniving even better. She plays all the strong strength elements of BOQ really well. She doesn't play the romance that well, so we should just need to make her just a little bit more relaxed. I think it's really relaxed. I'm looking to see her and Jane together in the next couple of months when Jane returns. I, I love Brooklyn and Granny scenes. <laughs> don't I call know, me Granny. I know. <laughs> and don't those two women have great chemistry together? They do. Yes, they, they do. do. Mm, they do. Jane Elliott is Jane yeah. Elliott is delightful. Medora yeah. says that Spring is a modern day Jesse and Angie. So there's a couple that wasn't mentioned while we were talking. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for the contri- contribution, Medora. And yeah, then, Medora, um, that's a good call. Herman was causing some some trouble in the chat a minute ago. What was her, what was uh, what Herman say? was saying? Um, ah, here it is. Uh, speaking of Trina, how dare they have Trina talking about Esme's pregnancy changing her when there's no proof of that? Trina is the last person they should have written those words for. <laughs> Is that true or is it false? Or is, or is Trina the type of person that is like, oh, I believe that you have changed. I'm the type of person that's going to believe that somebody has changed until they've shown me that they haven't. Well, I think that they want that it goes in line with them painting Trina as almost kind of as being the antithesis, antithesis mm-hmm. of, <laughs> of Joss. Meaning Josh always, Joss believes the worst of people. 
And Trina always believes in the best of people. But the character always has. Going yeah. back to the first actress, let's keep in mind that Tabiana Ali is the third Trina. Oh, I don't even remember the first Trina. I don't even. Well, well the first Trina was biracial. Huh? She was a biracial actor. And these characters have always, the character has always played, the character has always been written as the hopeful one. Mm-hmm. The one who believes in the good of people. And I think I I thought that dialogue was perfectly in line with with Trina's character. They as want a... Trina to be full of vengeance. They want Trina to be behaving more like Jocelyn while they don't like Jocelyn's choices. They you take the blanket they. I'm not meaning they is anybody specific. It's just they is a No, I know. No, I, I no, I get you. <laughs> I get you, but no, that doesn't play into the the end game of Trina being one of the show's heroines. Mm-hmm. In order to be a heroine, you have to be you have to be like Snow White. You have to be all believing and all consumed in the goodness of life. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, and in, in 2023, that's going to have to include having a spine and having a point of view yeah. and all these things that, that they did not give Laura, for example, back in the 70s mm-hmm. and in the 80s. But at the same time, in order for, you know, let's, let's, let's hope, let's, let's, let's look into the future of a general hospital that survives economic crunching and is on in 10, 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. They're writing her like she's going to be the future Laura on the canvas okay because they're writing because they're writing trina very much like they wrote laura mm-hmm. where laura was ultimately a good person i mean laura was originally a bad girl mm-hmm. i don't know how far back either of you go but laura I was originally watching a, in the 70s i i was a teenager when i started watching yeah so remember remember her you know when she killed david hamilton and when she was you know trying to break up uh, you know her, her mother's marriage and all this stuff you know and then and then they saw that they, that the actor had heroin potential and they started rewriting her as a good person as the good girl the town good girl mm-hmm. and you know they didn't give her enough of a spine i don't think but but they ultimately put her they cast her as like eternally sympathetic always kind always always willing to give you the benefit of the doubt they're writing her like a young Laura Spencer or Laura Weber. Laura Weber was her original name. Yeah. I don't actually know. It was Laura Vining and then it became Laura, yeah. Laura yeah. Weber. Um, so they, they're writing her like Laura. And so, you know, in order for the character to kind of evolve into a classic soap heroine, this is it. She has to, you have to believe in her. Whereas they're clearly writing Joss to be, I, you know, everyone says Carly 2.0 and I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Where she's going to be messy. She's going to be messy. She already is. And she's going to be holier than thou. Uh And God bless Eda McCoy. She is playing the woof. She's protecting Dex like Carly would have protected Jason in the same situation. Yep. Give me, give me <laughs> Eden McCoy all day, every day. I love that woman. She's so, such a good some actor. Some more comparisons. We've got Trina being compared to Emily. We've got Trina being compared to Robin as other heroines yeah. from the show. Ones that have yeah, kind of kept their very, nose clean and have been on the, the side Robin, of, of very Robin. good things and good feelings for each other. But Herman follows up. I don't care how good they want Trina to be. It was too soon. 
for her to be giving Esme any sort of consideration too soon, way too soon, without any sort of proof. Well, this is what I thought of. This is yeah, what right. I thought of with him, with forgiveness, or I don't know. I, I, it's not really forgiveness. It's 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 softening the it's, the the blunt instrument little, that you're trying to make. It's a little make. empathy. It's a little empathy. It's yeah. not forgiveness. Um, it's the difference. It's, it, it, in order for in order to justify Trina giving Spencer another chance, exactly. You have to uh -huh. make her a character who believes that anybody deserves a second chance. Look at these two. Look at these two thinking on the same lines. That's exactly what I was thinking because she is in her mom's face telling her yet yeah, on Friday about it's none of her business and she'll make her own choices and Spencer, 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 Spencer. Yeah. So she's going to give him a bye. She's going to at least have to have some empathy for that seven-month pregnant girl that seems to not who knew who she is. And I actually believe that currently. I really don't think she knows who she is or knows anybody. And I think I agree. does know, she'll pretend that she doesn't. <laughs> I 100% agree, Kat. 100% agree. And I also, but I also think it was important for Spencer and Trina to be the first people to see Esme coming out of the water because mm -hmm. a person like Trina would have seen and had compassion for the near death girl yeah. shivering with a with a with a baby bump. Yeah. I Clearly mean, something kind of, has gone on with her over the last several months and it and it isn't her hooking people. Right. And so, you know, like what kind of what kind of uh vindictive cow do you have to be to not look at that girl and think, okay, maybe I need to give her a little bit of space. I don't want I see the thing, I don't want every character to be vindictive. No. I want some characters to have a little bit of faith in yeah, humanity. Not everybody has to have a revenge um mindset. Not everybody yeah, got to be Ava yeah. Jerome, right? But <laughs> and even and even and even Ava Jerome is is compassionate, more compassionate now than she used. I, I really like Ava. Um, I I um started watching um hardcore. Like I've been you know off and on soap fan my whole life. You know, grow growing up with yeah with a with a soap watching mama. So you know, all my children, one life to live, General Hospital. I've got sprinklings of experience and summer times and youthful rememberings and all that. But when it comes to like hardcore, consistent watching of General Hospital, I haven't been doing it uh, except for when we started doing the podcast. So it's been oh, like four or five years or so. So I didn't get to see a lot of horrible Ava, but I got to see burned face Ava go and rescue Jason from Europe and become who she is today. And I love her. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, Ava, um, for me, started out to be very similar to Olivia Jerome. Mm -hmm. And actually very similar uh, to Faith Prince. They've, there's always been on GH, or I shouldn't say always, but there's frequently been a, uh, a, a lethal blonde villainess with mob ties to go against Sonny. And uh, Ava's the one who actually became human, mm -hmm. who became three-dimensional, which meant that she could stay and and become an enduring character. Faith Prince and Olivia Jerome, just it wasn't going to happen because they wrote them into a corner every time and, mm -hmm. and wrote them to be cartoon-like. And I feel like they've learned, I feel like they're, they're using the Ava playbook on Esme. Mm-hmm. 
And if we get and if we get a, a young, a, a very young version of Ava out of Esme, then we've won. Where she she's still oh. lethal. Oh my god, I love the dog. Rocco, what are you barking for? Rocco does not bark. I don't I know. know. Somebody must have Rocco Rocco disagrees. Yeah. <laughs> Rocco disagrees. But no, I mean if we could have if, if we could have an Esme who is a little compassionate but lethal. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that all day, every day. Okay. Okay. So so Larry, what what do you think of Heather? Love her. <laughs> Ellie Mills is amazing, isn't she? Love her. We I love. love I, I love Ailey Mills. I think she's fantastic. Um, I mean, she plays her so creepy. It's just, I mean, from the first second I saw her on screen, uh, and I remember the very first Heather who used to work at the hospital, uh-huh. um, who was who was not like that. She was actually quite soft she did not and, have the mental split yet and she had good hair remember cash had really good hair oh, but, um, Cher's little sister yeah yeah i forgot um, i forgot her name i can't remember her name either but yeah no, exactly right though and when i saw alien mills i was like yeah yes this is it can you believe that that woman is 70 something years old is she really no yeah she's like 70 she's like 72 Wow. Nancy Lee Grand's Again. 66, you guys. Yeah, Nancy Lee Grand, she's 66. Yeah. She's 66. That knocked me off my, my chair. I didn't realize she was. She's good. Yeah. She's, she's that, good. Weird, she's that she's wise. Good. I didn't realize. But I mean, oh my God. Every. I, there hasn't been a, a wrong foot with, uh, with, with Heather. She's and I love the scenes of her. <laughs> I love the, the Heather Ryan scenes. She's actually um, I, got him a little bit shook. He's a little bit afraid of her. I know, because <laughs> because she's a nutcase. Just give her um, a BLT. She'll be fine. And her scene and, with Cameron. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, and, and Dante. Uh-huh. I loved all of it. I love all why, of it. Why, why does Dante have more chemistry with, with Heather than he does with Sam? That's I'm just saying. Oh Putting it out there. Goodness but, gracious. Well, Sunday's back here like, while JLJ's off. Come on. I think that Dante and Sam do have some good chemistry. I don't I like that story, but I find I find um I find her to be a bit of a lazy actor. I think if she's not engaged, she doesn't put any energy into it. I see more energy lately than before. I do too. I do too. I do too, but I, I kind of would like her. Steve was still on the show. It seems like she was just going through the motions. Going they, through the motions. They hate each other like poison. Do they really? Oh my God. Oh, that's why she never went on Stone Cold and the Jackal, Mars, because she don't like him. Stone Cold and hate him like poison. Man. That's kind of, I, I, I'm. I'm sorry to hear that, actually. I'm not. I'm interested. Tell me all of the hot well, guys. I'm interested, but at the same time, though, <laughs> you know. I think, I mean, what I what I had heard what from, he had heard from my intel <laughs> uh, is that they started off really well, and then, you know, he oh. became he became a bit of a jerk, and she was not down with that. And then he became super... 
he became uh, super Christian and had a hard time playing, you know, some of the love scenes that, and then, and then when they would force them to do this, you know, because eventually we had to sometimes have Sam and Jason kiss, they kind of was like, they, they both, you know, no. Um, and she just, and she, and she just shut down. She was just like, Ugh, I don't like him. He doesn't like me. Why are we doing this? Well, there was a difference in the, in the way the chemistry I saw from before he left to oh, after yeah. he returned. There was none when he came back. They put Sam and Jason together and I was just super not interested. It was just... Well, I mean, because he came back for a paycheck. He didn't come back because he wanted to come back. He needed the money. Well, well, well. <laughs> well. And that's why, folks, Steve Burton's not going to come back to General Hospital anytime soon. Besides, oh, no. He's busy. It, it, it's never going to happen because ABC will not. No. No. They're never they going to forgive I mean, him for the vaccination thing? No. Never going to happen. ABC mm -hmm. has a very strong... Has a very strong, you know, like listen, a long memory. Folks. Insur insurance is a real thing. You can't yes. put the financial uh, future of a TV show in jeopardy because of one actor who people like. It doesn't work that way mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's been proven time and time again that a show recovers from that. Yeah. Well, yeah think about be... how many. Think about how many times Laura Jeannie Francis left the show. Yeah. The show just carried on. Carries that's on. also that's another reason why the show has the philosophy of carrying <clears throat> such a big cast. Then that that definitely helps to always have somebody there. Um, I personally don't miss the character of Jason at all. No, no, he so. he ate the whole show up, and he did, <laughs> and he wasn't a very good actor. Wasn't a, you know? <clears throat> sorry, he wasn't a good actor. Um, he showed glimmers of hope when he was paired with Kelly Tebow, but um, but she was carrying him really. Um, no, I'm no, <laughs> oh, sorry, gosh. guys. Yeah, yeah, sorry, it's, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, there's Billy Miller but, you know, in here, that was good. I thought Billy Miller and Laura Wright had chemistry. I don't, I liked Billy Miller. We can bring Billy Miller back, I yeah. I like. I like Billy Miller. However, I feel like he was so disappointed in what happened to him that he he's just not interested in coming back. He was well. He was devastated, and and I don't. You blame can see him. it honestly. You can see it on that poor they, man actor's face when those elevator doors closed uh, on his last scene. Then he was so <laughs> sad. He was, you know. I mean, they did him dirty. They sure did. They they did him dirty, and you know, ugh, he's such a good actor. He's a way better looking guy. And he had chemistry with like three different major actresses yeah. on the show. I, I even liked their uh, little interpretation of the Drew character too that they were running with. I thought I thought that had uh, yeah interesting yeah, little bits I mean, and places to go. But then they killed off Oscar. I know, and left. But, uh, I, yeah, but I I really I really 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 liked him as Jason. Yeah, and I yeah no. Do you no, think no, no. They, Do you think that General Hospital would ever? consider recasting a Jason? No, I think it's over. That's fine that Jason how many is done. How many times do you have to come back from the dead before you just finally die? I think that, well, you know what I mean? Well, that's Helena Cassidy, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Helena Cassidy. 
But she always came back with a very specific, like, plotted reason to to, twist something up. When it comes to recasting Jason, that would be reintroducing a full-time character back onto the show. It would be. And and I say yawn. No, thank you. I I like Sunny without Jason. I like Carly without Jason. I like Sam without Jason. You know, I liked uh, Liz, one of the one of the best actresses on the show. Bless, I mean, oh my God, who, who who do we have to talk to to get someone to get some justice for Rebecca Herbst? Well, her her the, her, the story of her parents and all that stuff really was a stinker. They jerked that poor actress around for two years. Yeah, they did. She didn't know. She didn't know what day it was because is she haunted? Is she a killer? Is she? Is she? Does she have split personality? And then we get to she pushed Finn's wife down the stairs. We really wanted it to be a split personality where Elizabeth is is the is the alter and Biz is the original Liz, and that's the person you that so Terry funny. knew. What and that's why mean? Terry calls Liz Biz is because that's who she knew when where she was growing up. Right? <coughs> and then that's all good. of this time happens, and then she's turned into Elizabeth, but Biz is the original personality. That, I think, was the story. But I'm not on the writing team, so I couldn't tell them that. That would have been good. And if you turn that into more of a, uh, again, I'll go to you, Kat, a more Vicky Nick kind of story. Vicky, right? Remember Vicky Nicky? But will ABC Disney accept? Gene. Do you remember Gene? Yes. Yes. I yes, love Yes, girl. But would ABC but Disney we're... accept a multiple personality storyline in the modern day climate of 2023? Where one's a killer. amnesia victim. I don't see why not. Well, forgetting something is we've different had, than having. We've like, had two fluid. amnesia stories in three years. That's different. But that's old oh, school please. story, too. That's my point. That's old school story as well. You know, split personality, you might look at it as an old school story, mm-hmm. whereas. Uh, so is amnesia. Yeah, and we're about, and we're about to have what with the second or third baby switch story oh, no. in please, as many please years. Don't. Please don't. We don't want a switchy baby. We're, we've been speaking against this for for the entire pregnancy. I, we do not I see hate, a point. I hate. We do not see a reason. We don't see how this would enhance either one of those families to swap the babies. And and what what are what are they going to do? They're going to kill one of the babies. Is this the baby killing show again? How, how about how about uh, Willow has a baby, but Willow dies, and Esme has a baby, and Spencer has to raise it. Huh? Well, I and, well, that this week, Spencer's already thinking about taking that baby, trying yeah. to get some kind of legal action. I know, and ugh, no, stop, freeze. Either one of those is better than swapping the babies. Yep, just. Can 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 we just like fill the water for Charles with birth control? It doesn't exist in this sideways reality. Of or 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 you know, and General Hospital and gives General Hospital. <laughs> exactly, and General Hospital brought to you by Trojan. Can so, we have some birth control on this show? The, the only person a that lot has of, a lot birth of unprotected sex has been Cameron when he got filmed with Jocelyn. <laughs> Because that was a big thing. Oh, right. They showed the box of it and everything, and he was all stressed out. And I think Franco had come across it or something like that. And, um, and, and yeah. And so basically, when you, when you lose your V card, you have to do it safe. But any other time after that, don't worry about it. Um, I didn't see, I didn't see Dex reaching for the nightstand 
when he was with Jocelyn at all. Oh, I know. Oh, my goodness. Matthew and I talked about this last week, actually. And the conclusion <laughs> was condoms are not sexy. <laughs> Guess not. I you're guess having not. that scene, you know, where you're making out, you lay her down on the bed and you're just like, oh, hang on a second. And then you have to leave this frame. It's just but that's it's real there. life. That's real life. <laughs> just 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 don't go sure. anywhere, please. please. Oh, well, so popular in real life. I mean, come on, everybody don't have a clean house and not everybody ain't pretty. We had it confirmed from General Hospital Director, Emmy Award winning member of the directing team of General Hospital, Fido Xavier. He was live on the tenth floor. You can find the video in our library. And he's confirmed to us that General Hospital is not set in the real world. <laughs> Folks, I know that that's a huge revelation. But the approach to GH isn't based in reality. You mean I'm not just watching webcams into real people's houses? No, that's I why they always understand. make such poor choices and never learn. What was that, that movie? Wow. Oh. I'm talking about the Truman Show with Jim Carrey? Yes, 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 yes. yes. See, look at that. We're really Yeah. I think it's obvious. She yeah. said, what is that? And I knew she see, was what she but, was thinking. But you know what? You know what, though? You know, you tap on something that's really important here, though. It's like, that's why I watch it. Yeah. I don't want to watch a documentary. I watch enough news with what people are really doing. Yeah. I want to disappear into a land where babies are swapped. You, nobody's ever really dead. Everyone looks pretty. You know, no one wakes up with bad breath and they start, you know, going, with each other in bed you know i yes for 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 36 minutes a day give me complete lack of realism yes i want my melodrama i want my melodrama yes, yes. you know give it's it to so, me stop it's so fun stop bumming me out with like well he would never do that she would never do that well you know what folks yeah whether or not you agree with it they did that Okay, because we saw it on the TV. It happened. You can't argue that exactly. it happened because it did. We we saw it. And, you know, and it's funny because when I was younger watching, because uh, I was an ABC guy and I was, you know, just that summer I turned 13, I became a soap fanatic. Uh, and I, you know, stayed with all of them until each of the shows went off the air. Um, and, you know, I used to be one of those fans who's like, you know, I, if we had a Twitter back when I was a teenager, I would have been one of those like, you know, snarly type posters. And mm -hmm. you realize as you get a little bit older that that's really immature. It's really unkind. It's really stupid. And the whole idea is not to say, you know, this this show is retconning everything. They're sorassing everything. And rather just go along for the ride, because what you're really doing when you watch the show, I hope, is just disappearing from your daily troubles and having a little exhilaration with like people who do things that nobody ever really does. And mm -hmm. you know, and 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 just rolling, going along for the ride and enjoying the payoff. You that know, that is the, that the, is that is that's it. I that, mean, that's the philosophy of know, us here on the tenth floor. That is, you know, I mean, you watch, you know, those scenes, what we were talking at the beginning of our conversation about the scenes between Cynthia Watros and Laura Wright. And, and those scenes were so magical and emotionally charged and, you know, rewinding and watching it again and again and again was the payoff to the most ridiculous story you could ever write. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Right. I'm. I'm supposed to believe that first this woman was in a coma, gave birth to a baby, it was stolen, and then oh, whoops, there was a second baby. Whoops. <laughs> and they all happen to wind up in the same town. Yeah. And her arch nemesis is the one who finds out. Yeah. And she's walking around with a piece of paper from the DNA thing in her purse. <laughs> It's so ridiculous when you say it out loud, oh. but at the same time, at the same time, that was top shelf drama, top shelf writing, top shelf performing, mm-hmm. brilliant direction. Be in the moment, kids. What I like to do, okay. my, my favorite thing to point out is the fact that we literally had memories put, put on a flash drive and plugged into a computer and <laughs> digitally downloaded into somebody else's brain. What sort of realism are you looking for? What are you looking for? <laughs> what what what's going on here? Knock it oh, knock man. it off. Oh, man, knock it great. off. Oh my gosh. What what a great statement. What a great perspective. Blissful entertainment is what I'm looking for. That's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing here on the tech yeah. team as well. That, that's why we approach the show in whole. We don't really talk about just one specific thing more so than anything else. <coughs> that's also why we don't really join any hashtag fandoms either. Is because we we like a GH and we're really not going through each episode comparing this story to that story and this character to that character. I mean, there are stories that I don't. Yeah, I mean, there are stories that I'm like, okay, can we just get through this already? Uh, there are actors where I'm like, oh, baby, you don't know where you are, you know. But I would say every episode has something that I enjoy. Um, I you know, do I want the payoff faster? Yes. You know what? Y'all yeah. need to go. Yeah, y'all need y'all need to rewind back to when Cat and I first started watching these shows. Cat, <laughs> how long would it take some of these stories to finish? It could be years. Yes, yes, years. Yes. Soap operas has always been a slow burn. I mean, you know, remember the the comedy back <laughs> in the day when there were like Ooh, fourteen me. soaps, and the big comedy was, you know, oh well, I. I watched that show, really? Yeah, I watched it in college, and I picked it up uh, a couple weeks ago. It was later the same day. You know, (laughs) traditionally, soaps move at a glacial pace. A day is a week, and a week is a day on soap operas. It's like that's different, though, from back when we were watching it before. And Matthew, too, because, you know, Matthew's been watching it. You know, he's not not 20. (laughs) I know. Um, <laughs> bless your bless your cotton socks, Matthew. That's not good. Uh, he's been watching it for a while too. The scenes are different then. You know, we're we're now they're very snippet, very quick. I know the scenes are really quick, short, short, short. Where scenes used to be, you know, more dialogue, more lots of dialogue. Yeah, five and ten, five and ten minute long scenes. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would be uh, you know back in back back in my day. You know, the show is basically the show is basically in like four or five acts, right? Four or five commercial breaks with really long scenes. And you know, the different the, the, the differentiation between the shows would be, you know, GH became much more flashy, Young and the Restless was much more labored, Young and uh, Ryan's Hope was folksy. You know, One Life to Live had black characters. Remember, that was like the big that was their big selling point was that they had black characters. That's how old that's that's how far we've come, kids. You know, um, all my children had you know style and Erica. 
I mean, all that's all my children was, was the Erica show. <laughs> all my children was all my children was very family family oriented. Yes, very much so. I loved all my children, but I mean, so but 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 the but the stories were you know stories moved at the slowest pace. Yeah. Oh my god, these stories. I mean, yes, I would like for these stories to wrap up sooner too, but. I also remember how long it took for <laughs> how long it took, took for Jenny and Greg to get together on, on all my children. When you're dealing with a show that has 10-minute scenes where you can really deep dig down deeply into how these characters are feeling, thinking, acting, and talking to each other, um, I think that the slow burn works out a little bit more because within that slow burn, there's more to consume and enjoy. With the quick snippet well, scenes, and it still takes eight, 10 12 months to get somewhere you're watching this very quick development take forever well also the the original i agree with that analogy very much yeah but the original notion of a soap was that it was every day which allowed for a longer arc of storytelling which also allowed for more exploration of the smaller emotions the the smaller, you know, the gradual evolution, the big, I remember the big um, selling point, big original selling point of the Robin and Stone story on General Hospital was that it was, they put out a press release saying, for the first time, we're telling Stone's uh, degeneration in real time. Mm. It was a very big deal that they told the story of his imminent death of, from HIV in real time in in you know in concert with how a normal person would would you know move through the disease back in that era mm-hmm. um which was their way of saying you know yes we move very slowly in daytime but this story is going to be quick because aids is a quick killer back mm-hmm. then so you know they did a good job of depicting alzheimer's as well in a, in time it takes yeah, I mean, they did very much in real time. Yes, so, I mean, so, guys, find your find your patience. Find your sense of humor and stop being so mean. That's a big one. Let's stop being so mean. But hey. Stop you know, being so mean. But in the meantime, you, know, you can come here to the 10th floor and not be mean. You could just take it, like the show and enjoy it. <laughs> no, but it's, I mean, you know, try to remember that a human being <laughs> plays that character. Yeah. And that that human being is looking at you being being ridiculous. And that you might actually be hurting a human being's feelings. I've heard and of doctors having, like, had somebody walk up to him in the streets of New York. I forget, but somebody, like, a fan spit at him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back in the day, that was very common. I don't know how common it is now, but back in the day. <laughs> but, just, but just, yeah, remember, you know, you're affecting someone's day. Laura Wright, you know, to stay on this whole snarly thing, which I think is so offensive. Uh, you know, she's a she's a good human who is doing, you know, her job. She is not writing this character. Yeah. yeah. And and you know, and and it's like stop it. And they they honestly stop have it. to go became... out there and do things that they don't want to do. And uh, Steve yeah. Burton said, because oh, Ma and I have been to a number of Steve Burton and Brad Anderson live shows that they've had out here. I have. And um, something that they were talking about, where Steve Burton was, um, they were referring to the um, the toxic balls storyline in which somebody had um, toxic orbs 
planted in their body and it was poisoning people or threatening to explode in the hospital or something like that. <laughs> Random weirdness thing. And he goes, you guys think you guys have all of these thoughts and these opinions and these feelings about some of the strange things that happen on this show. You have to keep in mind, we're the ones performing it. We're thinking the same thing. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> they have to sell it, but they have to sell it because yeah. they have to pay their bills. Yeah. Just stop it. Stop being so horrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Larry, so thank horrible. you so much for coming up with us here on to the 10th floor. It's been super fun to talk thank about GH with you. Yep. Thank you for having an hour me on. Half so out of this thing, you guys. That was, that was a lot. Fab. Yeah, no, I loved, I loved hanging with you guys. Oh, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> and, that you had a great time because we had a great time with you too. Um, the, the chat just would not shut up the entire time, which means that I could not read very much of what they had to say. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to going back and, and seeing all of that. Um, <laughs> so uh, thank you, chat. <laughs> um, but but that's I think that's going to be it for the 10th floor. We're going to go back on the elevator. Is, is there anything else that you need to mention, Ma or Larry? Oh, okay. I'm good. Right. Well, where can people find you, Larry? Um, you're on Sirius Satellite, right? Well, I'm not I'm currently on Sirius no, Satellite okay. Radio. I, I, I curate music for a company called Vero True Social. Okay. But you could just find me on social media at Larry Flick on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, at Larry underscore Flick on Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Well, I hide you. in plain sight. I hide in plain sight, as they say. So, so, so follow big GH Superfan and big wig in the music biz. I'm going to call you big wig every time because you're the biggest <laughs> wig in the music biz I've ever met. So, and I'm bald. Well, there you go. Hey, <laughs> you know, this is, this is all just our, our, very, our very subtle campaign to get John Stamos onto the show. So, you know, um... uh, the one GH star I've never met. So oh, sorry. Can't I help you with that one. So we're, we're like one degree separated from John Stamos. We just don't have his phone number. Yep. Oh no. I love him though. Isn't he fab? Justice for Blackie. I got. I met him at a mutual friend's funeral. That's where I. Oh, a mutual friend. Wouldn't you love to see Blackie come back and be paired with Liz? Yes. Come on, John Stamos. You've got the time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's gonna be it for Blackie and Liz. Then you get the original Biz. Hey. Hashtag Biz. Uh, but we're going to get back on the elevator. We're going to go back down to the first floor. We're going to get into our cars. We're going to turn our radios to previous episodes of the 10th floor, which you can find on all of your podcasting stations and also right here on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed, do so. If you're interested about the history and the past of things that we've had to say for several years now, you can find it on all your podcasters. And if you can't find it, reach out to me on Twitter at 10th floor GH, and I'll point you in the right direction or get it added to the app that you're looking at. In the meantime... I'm going to go spend some time with my family. So you guys do that too. We'll catch you right here next time on the 10th floor. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. He's been Matt. I've been Kat. That's Larry. Bye. Oh, that part. I forgot about that part. <laughs> See, I knew I was missing something. I've been Matt. And I've been I'm Kat. Kat. And we'll catch you right here next time on the 10th floor. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>